Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Bear Truth. I'm your host, Eddie, and today is going to be our first episode. I will ask that uh, if you're at home, get your Bible and a piece of paper, some notes ready, get a pen, or if you're on the road, just open your ears and listen to the message that will be spoken today. Um, and if you're at home, get ready because we're going to open up to Matthew chapter 26, verse 36 through 46, and let's just dive right into it. All right, everyone, let's dive right in. So today we'll be discovering the truth about the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, Many people have been preaching and teaching out of this passage. And for many years, people have been kind of teaching it wrong. And God, you know, when I was when I was praying that God would put the message on my heart for today, he told me talk about this because many people they just get the wrong message out of it. And the reason that happens is because instead of praying and reading with the Holy Spirit, they're just trusting in themselves and I'm not judging. But this is what God wants us to do because the truth is this. God's word is truth. God's word is perfect. If you don't read it with the Holy Spirit, you'll get a wrong message. And if you get the wrong message, we say that God's word is not perfect anymore. And we call, we call God a liar, which is not true. Therefore, that's why it is important to read with the Holy Spirit and to receive the messages that come from Him and from Him only. Anyway, if you're at home or on the road, just pay attention. Open up your Bibles with me if you would like. And we would read from Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 through 46. And it says here, let me open up as well with my Bible. And it says, starting with verse 36, Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Amen. So let's dive into the truth here. This is the most misinterpreted passage in the bible many preachers many pastors and teachers have spoken on this for many years and it has been taught the wrong way and while i was praying i asked the holy spirit to put on my heart what the truth is that i may share this with you all and that many will hear this and that i hope that many will understand the truth of course many will not accept this but i can encourage you if you don't agree with what i'm gonna say here I encourage you go and pray with the Holy Spirit, and I can guarantee you 100% that the message he, so, he showed me today, He will also show you because the Holy Spirit wants us united, and He will not speak different things like that to everyone. He's going to show everyone the same thing He shows other people. 
But anyway, again, this is the most misinterpreted passage in the Bible. And again, you know, many people read without the Holy Spirit. And that's kind of a problem because if you read on your own, with your own mind, you're not going to understand because God's ways are higher than our ways. We'll get to that verse a little later. But that's key. You want to understand the truth of the Bible. You don't want to misinterpret it. Then read with the Holy Spirit. That's all I can say. Um, and the thing is, if we don't say the truth of the Bible, we call God a liar. And God is the author of his holy word. He has inspired other people. There's many people say that, oh, you know, cavemen written the Bible. Men like us, you know, but the Bible doesn't really say that. If we open the word, the Bible tells us that he inspired people. These words came from the Holy Spirit and they written what the Holy Spirit said, because if it came from men, it wouldn't be perfect because the Bible tells for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God, didn't it? Of course it says that in Romans 3.23. And, you know, people say uh, God didn't listen to Jesus in the prayer. When Jesus prayed in the garden, a lot of people, this is what people preach, that a lot of people say this. People did not listen, or I shouldn't say people, but God apparently didn't listen to Jesus in the garden. I got a little tongue twisted there, forgive me. But people say that God did not listen to Jesus in the garden when he was praying. But John 11 verses 41 and 40, it says, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was lying. And Jesus lifted his eyes up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Amen. John eleven forty one and 42. Notice the key thing that it says in here. Jesus said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. So there's no way that we can preach that God did not listen to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Because guess what? If we say that, just like I said at the beginning, Jesus must have lied then in his prayer. Jesus must have lied then. But he didn't because he's perfect. He is God. Jesus was listened to in the Garden of Gethsemane. And that's there's no doubt about it because especially here in this verse that I read, Jesus was raising Lazarus from the dead, right? And before he raised him from the dead, he's you know, he was praying with God. And he said, Father, I know you always hear me. And if he always hears him, that means he must have heard him in the garden as well. Because he was in the, I mean, I'm, I'm going to stop there. Because it, I think it makes sense. This verse just proves it already. That verse alone just proves it, that Jesus is always heard. Jesus is not a liar. And if we, if we say that, if we just say that Jesus wasn't heard in the garden, we say he's a liar, but he's not. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Again, coming back to here, this is why it's important to preach and to read with the Holy Spirit. Because your thoughts, God is saying through Isaiah, the, God is speaking through the prophet Isaiah and saying, hey guys, your thoughts are not like my thoughts. Seriously, your ways are not like my ways. Because the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts, God is telling us. Therefore, how can our earthly mind even interpret what God is trying to say if his ways are higher than our way? We, we can't even think like God, but the secret is this. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you are praying with the Holy Spirit, reading with the Holy Spirit, the secret is 
The Holy Spirit brings to you the way that God thinks. He gives you the wisdom to think how God thinks. And so therefore, you know, God speaks to you through the Holy Spirit. He helps you understand how God thinks. And that's why it's important to read with the Holy Spirit because he helps you get up to that level because alone you can't, but you are given a power. That's why the Bible also tells us you will be given a power. And it's talking about the Holy Spirit here, right? And what is the truth about the Garden of Gethsemane? Did Jesus not want to die? Did he not want to die on the cross? I mean, no. That, that's wrong. I mean, that goes against the Bible. We know that Jesus Christ came on earth to die for the sinners. That was the ultimate mission he had. I mean, and it says that he was weary. It shows us that he was in the garden weary, right? And he, was, he wanted Peter and the other disciples to pray with him. Jesus was the only one praying. The disciples fell asleep. And Jesus was praying and came to them and said, Why are you sleeping? Pray with me. The hour is coming. You know, the enemy wants to win. But of course, Jesus had the plan all along. And the thing is, a lot of people also preach a wrong thing here. People think that Jesus did not want to die on the cross. But that's, that's not true. Because again, going back, when you read with the Holy Spirit, when you have the wisdom given from the Holy Spirit, you think how God thinks. First of all, John 3.16, what does it say? We all know John 3.16. I mean, every Christian has to know. Even non-Christians know this. I mean, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. No? If we say that Jesus Christ did not want to die on the cross, then guess what? That apparent love that we can see through this verse and him dying on the cross was not real then. That sacrificial love, that example of the love that he set for us must not be real then. Because we, it's just impossible to say that. It's not, it's not true that Christ did not want to die on the cross. He came and showed a love for us sinners. And again, if he didn't want to die on the cross, then that love was not real. But it was very real. And it's, that's the kind of love that nobody's able to show only through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we know that one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is love. And we can love like Jesus if we're filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's why it's important to stay away from sin, to run away from sin, to stay close to God, to walk in the Spirit. Because if you walk in the Spirit, you will live how the Spirit wants you to live. He will guide you and give you the strength. So let's ask this question now. Why was Christ so burdened and weary in the garden praying? If you let the Holy Spirit speak to you, I mean, Jesus feared God. It has to be. He feared God. And this is what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He feared God. He knew what was coming upon him. Right? Not It wasn't the death. He knew he had to do this because he loved us. It was not the death, but it was the sin. Because what does sin do to God's people? separates us it separates us from god because if you go to romans chapter 3 verse 23 what does it say there it says for we all have sinned and fell short of the glory of god it tells us very clearly and the key words there there's two key words in that verse for we all have sinned and fell fell short of the glory of god fell short fell short it's saying that our sins created a gap between me and God. That's what Jesus feared. That's why he was burdened. Because everyone's sins in this world were about to come upon him. And that was going to cause a separation from him and God. And he feared. He feared from being separated from God. He feared that. And so look at that amazing example Christ just set for us. 
he says this amazing example that sin separates us from God. He had true fear of God. And now we should also have that true fear of God. Jesus feared God. He feared of any sin being separated from God. He, Or more than anything, he feared just being separated from God. And we have to have that fear as well, the true fear of God. Because, you know, like Romans 3 said, we all have sinned. For we all have sinned. But we have to have that godly fear that will help us not to sin. We have to have that fear of being separated from God by sin, right? And this is the message that God put on my heart today. And this is the truth that I wanted to reveal to you guys, what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. Because many preachers today have spoken from here and said that God did not listen to Jesus in the garden. That Jesus did not want to die. But again, if you just read through the Holy Spirit and you are guided by the Holy Spirit, He will show you. God will guide you. God will help you understand. And this is what I encourage everyone that is listening to this podcast today. I desire all for all to listen to this, to, for all to turn to the truth, to understand the truth, to do the truth. Again, and I want to end off here by saying that if we don't read through the Holy Spirit, if we don't get guided by the Holy Spirit, we basically call God a liar from anything that we speak from in the Bible because we change God's word because we are sinners. And the example that Jesus said we have to follow to show others the light that Christ showed each and every one of us. Thank you all for listening to our first episode on Bare Truth. Sorry for the shorter episode. I'm learning how to do things and editing and all that stuff. But if you felt touched by this episode, please share it, not for popularity reasons, but for the sake of Christ and sharing the truth. God bless you all, and I'll see you all next time on the second episode of Bare Truth. Thank you.